This episode of the Comedy Zone podcast is brought to you by BarkBox. Make your best friend happy at getbarkbox.com slash comedy zone. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ podcast and email us at comedyzonepodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. We'll do it live! <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live! Do it live! <laughs> R.I.P. to Bill O'Reilly, man. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Stand by one second. Yes, Mike. Wednesday the 25th? Uh, uh, April 25th? Yeah, I'm good. That'll be the night before, so I'm good. Yeah. I'm still available. I'm, I'm good Wednesday. Oh, I'm on the... They're all to promote me on the radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. I love... Yeah, I'm, I'm all over the country stations, man. That's my... Tar- That's my demo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be there. Thanks, man. We'll cut that out. No, nah, why? Let's keep it. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it. Let's keep Business. it, man. We're lifting the veil. Give, yeah, we got to lift the veil sometimes. Break the fourth wall, man. So Baby Watch 2017, what's going Baby on? Baby Watch 2017 uh, looks like the little guy will be here next week. Um, mm-hmm. Probably mid to later week. That's what they're saying. So I'm, I'm having to cancel all of my shows next week. But I told folks when yeah, I booked them, that, hey. I might not be able to do these. So, where were you supposed to be? I was going. uh, Well, a benefit that I'm still going to do, but that's Wednesday night. Yeah, which Um, we just yeah, which we were just talking about. (laughs) And then uh, I was supposed to be with uh, uh, Bob Saget. uh, Oh yeah, next week here. Okay, I was here with him last time he was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was gonna uh, hit the stage again, but those shows I cannot do. No, no. Which is a shame because I like Bob. Yeah, well, he's a good dude. But you're having a baby, so. Yeah, I'm having. I'm not. No, I, I don't mean to, like I don't like having a baby. That's not. I, that's not how I should have done that. Um, I don't know. Oh, happy 420 to everybody. Oh, yeah. and it's the sure. day after, but we weren't on. So and it was. I saw where Domino's had 420 pizza mm-hmm. to celebrate. It's very smart. That shit is bold. <laughs> like it's always like being like happy cocaine day because it's still not illegal in most states, right? Yeah, no, but you know who who your audience is. Uh, Jack in the Box commercials, they know who the people. They are. know, but four twenty right. was more explicit than anything I've yeah, seen. Yeah, like actually coming out and calling it a four twenty. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like if there were cocaine day and they were <laughs> like, "Hey, <laughs> I don't know what people with cocaine do. You get the munchies with cocaine? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it. I think it uh, suppresses your appetite, right? Yeah, way to throw in so, the I don't yeah. think so. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's From the, what I've read. That's why I would have done it, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I read books. No, I, don't. I read less than zero. Yeah. <laughs> I only tried cocaine one time in my life. Really? Yeah. And uh, my nose went numb. And I said, I nah. Yeah, I don't it, like anything that just makes one specific part of my body go. If, if all of me would have went numb, yeah. I said, that's fine. Yeah, but I didn't like how localized it was. But it's a it's and a, one nostril, not the other one. So the other one was moving fine. But did you do it through both nostrils or one nostril? Well, one. 
Well, so the nostril I did it through. Yeah. No, it was the opposite nostril that went numb. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it freaked me out. Your power was, nostril. My yeah. power nostril. <laughs> but now I. You're you're right nostril dominant. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. That's why I'm like I can't mess with. It. It's too weird. Like my, my uncle, yeah. he told me the one time he tried heroin. He said it's just. Jeez. For him, he said it was too good. He said it felt too. Yeah. He said nothing on this earth should feel that good. I didn't trust it. So he never did it again because it felt too good. That's that's remarkable restraint. You know what I mean? Because most people are like, oh, it feels great. I need more. I need more. No. Um, he yeah. was like, I don't trust this. Yeah. You know. It's a good instinct. This makes me too happy. <laughs> I can't be that happy. Nobody can be that happy. <laughs> that's what wives are for to tell you that. You can't be that happy. I will not allow it. What are you, what are you smiling so hard? Oh, Mr. Fun Times. But yeah, oh, are you for, comfortable sitting in that recliner? Let me ask you to go get something for me. <laughs> oh, you f- you slowly nodding off. Let's talk about. Uh, I want to talk. My wife, my wife got a lot better with that. She used to do that. We'd be in the bed. We've been together the last seven hours, and all of a sudden, I'm f- slowly fading. And then, <sighs> babe. And you can tell by the babe that there's a conversation we got to have. It ain't babe, hand me a glass of water. <laughs> no. It's babe, let's yeah. unpack this complex <laughs> issue. Yeah, why did... <laughs> and, uh, I can't sleep. A week ago when you said, <laughs> no, I don't remember that. No. <laughs> I don't remember what I said today. I'm yeah. half asleep. Yeah. Do you remember when you told me that <laughs> if I gained 500 pounds... You would stay, <laughs> but I was like, no, I don't. no, 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 and I will not be staying. No. <laughs> well, that's a joke I used to have. My, my, my wife said, uh, "Would you, would you stay with me?" Uh, she said, "Would anything change if I gained three hundred pounds?" And I said, "No, nothing would change." I said, "Cause I'd be gone at a <laughs> hundred." <laughs> So, nothing would change from one to three. <laughs> I'm out of here at a hundred. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's, that's the kind of shit I used to joke. I'm joking, of course. My yeah, wife no, could get yeah. big as a house, and I, I would stay. <laughs> would anything change if I gained 300 pounds? Well, uh, we'd have to reinforce the furniture. We'd have to widen the doors. Radical shift in positions. <laughs> we would have to buy more flour. <laughs> ah! <laughs> A lot more flour. <laughs> oh man! So so yeah so if, yeah. Anyway, four twenty was cool, and then uh, yesterday at work at uh, ass. Although this place is not as much ass as... This is the new ass. This is the new ass. This is the new attorney sweatshop. Mm-hmm. Not the same as the old ass. Not the same as right. the old ass. So with this place, though, yesterday, and I knew, okay, because I went to the grocery store and I bought some fish, some perch. Mm-hmm. And you know how sometimes fish can have smell a little strong, and that means, a lot of times it means it's getting old. Yeah. It was just at the line where it's like, ah, it's got a thing, but I'm... I'm still going to get it and cook it tonight. Yeah, if you cook it up enough, if it's right on the edge, if you cook it up right, right on the edge. Enough, like the shit yeah. was like 24. Like I had 24 hours to cook this yeah. fish. It was not 25. The drive home. It, yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> so I had to rush home and cook this fish. Like that's how close it was to the line. So anyway, I cooked it up 
And it had a little thing to it. And then I brought it to work um, yesterday. And I heated it up in the break room. Mm -hmm. And then I went back and sat at my desk. And I had my headphones on a lot of times. And I had my headphones on yesterday. And I'm just kind of sitting listening to whatever. And then I hear, uh, whoa, Will. And I'm like, what? They said, uh, it's like a, it smells like a fish market up in here. And I'm like, damn, I thought the container was closed. I'm like, my bad. I'm looking. Then all of a sudden I hear, oh, no. The secretary on the front of the floor oh, is no. just walking through the halls. And I mean, it, and bro, it was so dramatic. It yeah. was so, oh, I'm like, y'all, don't, don't, don't Ebola. It's me. It's the air conditioner vent all over again. It was exactly this. It was exactly this. I'm like, yo, don't act like this shit is outbreak. It's fish. Calm down. It'll go. And then if if the air freshener is cheap, that smell yeah. is worse than the original smell. Yeah. So some people were walking in the hallway choking on the air because she sprayed it to yeah. the point where it was like just all through the air. Yeah. So now people are, huh, huh, oh, and it's like they're reacting to the air freshener, not my fish. My fish was, you know, yeah, had a little twang, but that was it. <laughs> she twang. walked through there with a fucking hazmat suit on. I'm like, calm this fish. Calm down. So Offices, man. Yeah, and then I got the one guy, you know, in the office that brings it up every 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, not like Will with a fish. It's like, oh, gosh, this place. That, that's the problem when you have a boring office because any little thing. Yeah. Blown, blown out of proportion because everything's so boring. Right. If this were just a regular place, it'd be like, oh yeah, fishy smell, whatever. But here it's like, oh, did you hear about the fish smell Thursday? <laughs> a week from now, they'll be going, oh man, you should have seen it last Thursday. They'll give you at the office Christmas party. You'll get some sort of trophy with a fish on it, or one of those talking fish things. Oh gosh. <laughs> this is why. This, you have that to look forward to. <laughs> this, see, this is why the comedy's got to be full time. You, you just nailed it. Why? So, is there something? Is there a particular food that makes you really gassy? Oh yeah, a lot of them. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Beans, beans, greens, tomatoes, potatoes. (laughs) But like particularly bad, like like offend yourself, gassy. Ooh, offend myself, gassy. Hmm. You know, yeah. Well, beans, beans can do that, and and whatever I eat the beans with, yeah, it's gonna smell like a hot version of that food. So here's what you do. If you want them to forget about the fish. <laughs> oh, boy. The night before work, you have a particularly, you know, a big thing of hot chili with the beans. And yeah. The, and, the stu- and then you come in the next morning and you just crop dust everybody. Let them have it. Oh, yeah. But that- just walk by and just, you know, as you're walking by people so that they don't know it's you. But just every individually. Just, just oh, get yeah. them. Yeah, that'd be worth it. Yeah. If it's your last day, maybe that'd be. Weird. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, it'll be my last day, whichever way I do it. <laughs> if I wait till my last day, or if I do it today, yeah. they'll make it my last day. Yeah. So yeah, no good. A good crop dusting. It's a powerful tool. Maybe I'll let that. I was kind of worried this morning because I had some stuff last night and I was laying in the bed. And <laughs> that comforter it creates like a hot pocket. Like oh, yeah. you, you let it loose and then you're like, ooh, I maybe I should lift up the other side to let it out this way. I didn't know how to really work the angles um so <laughs> i'll just just just, poof, just went in my face i'm like that's not i should have held this i should have angled that different <laughs> that was a hell of an alarm clock but 
yeah. Oh, oh, and um, last night uh, we got Dove coming in. Yeah, uh, Dove Davidoff will be here in a minute. Dove yeah. Davidoff. That, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Love but I, but I saw him do an interview at the Knights game yesterday. I didn't get to see the first pitch. I was asking the people I was sitting with. I had the first pitch look, and the woman goes, "Ah, the pitcher for the other team. They went up for." I said, "Not them. The comedian." The before before the national anthem, that first pitch, uh, and he, and she said, "Oh, I didn't see that." I'm like, "Damn, I wanted to see how it went." Yeah, it wasn't like a fifty cent. No, first pitch. Dude, <laughs> it what? It what? Let me say. Well, you know my theory on first pitches. Mm-hmm. When the first pitch is bad, I assume that your father was not in your right, life. Right, right. That you were raised by women. I'm sorry, I'm not sliding women. No, I think that's probably accurate. I'm yeah. just saying that, yeah. But when it's a good first pitch, I'm like, oh, his dad was around. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That uh, that I've never been wrong about it. Like when Jay Farrell, right? Remember he was here, yep, and yep, I was like, yep. "That was a good first pitch." I could tell you had a good dad, and he was like, "Yo, my dad was great." Yeah, I'm like, see. And then and then so Dove, I didn't see it, so I can't I can't go into it because I didn't yeah. see it. But he he did an interview where they sat there, and I felt kind of bad because I'm like, it, it was an interview, but it was being projected through the whole stadium, like on the on the on the. On the PA big board and through, yeah, so not yeah. a radio interview, not even like no. in the broadcast, just no. in, in the stadium. Yeah, yeah and then awkward. people are getting beer and eating hot dogs and talking, and some are kind of paying attention. Yeah, and no one's sitting there answering these questions. It's like, oh, wow, yeah, I might have been the only one paying attention, but I'm listening. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah, that's awkward. And Dove is a pro. Like, he was, you know, he was Dove, yeah. but he was also, you know, he could handle it. Yeah. But I'm like, ugh, that did not look, ugh, ugh. ugh. So, uh, so what's it like? You're on uh, Shades of Blue now, right? With uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ray Liotta. What's it like to work with those two? And it's like, well, 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 well. <laughs> I think, 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 think that it's pretty, pretty, pretty. It's like, oh my gosh. I consider myself self. self. <laughs> I try to maintain a ba ba ba. Oh my gosh. So you know, but busy week, man. Busy week on all fronts. I I kind of teased it in the beginning. Adios to Bill O'Reilly, man. Yeah. I was Bill. calling a woman hot chocolate. <sighs> My goodness. That, you know, it, here was the thing that I thought about. I'm like, damn, we're getting to a point where the stuff behind the scenes at Fox News is almost as disturbing as what they broadcast. Yeah. It's close now. There was a time where I didn't think that anything could reflect what i was watching yeah i'm like oh wow this is as bad as it gets no it turns out it's worse yeah but don't you think though that that you know if your if your product is toxic mm. it makes sense that behind the scenes would be toxic as well yeah i mean because that doesn't happen in a vacuum you have to be a shitty person yeah you know in general to be comfortable getting in front of the country and saying the things you're saying yeah like obama's a muslim stuff like that right right and the worst stuff that there was uh the daily show had a had a montage of just the horrible things that bill o'reilly has said over the years and 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 just you know you have to be you have to be comfortable getting in front of a camera and saying things like even if you don't believe it right you have to be comfortable to say that stuff it's one thing to play a character right it's another thing because people, his 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 followers think that's who he is, you know, and so you have to be comfortable getting in front of a camera 
in front of the country and spewing this hate. Well, what, speaking of character, isn't that what Alex Jones is trying to say now? That no, just yeah. a character? <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, look, I'm not a hateful. No, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Bozo. It's, oh, it, and the, <laughs> the funny thing is, it's kind of like what rappers do. Because rappers <laughs> right. will be like, this is the life. I got the planes. I got the bitches. Yeah. I got, I'll shoot you if you want like they do all that, and then if you get him in court, they go, "Hey, look, uh, how am I any different than Al Pacino?" Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Daily Show did that. They used Hulk Hogan's uh, Hulk Hogan's trial as a thing. Well, uh, no, uh, Hulk Hogan has a ten-inch penis. Terry does not have a ten-inch. Ah! <laughs> python. I've never seen a python. <laughs> it's so funny because you'll see them, like you'll see the rappers, and they'll do interviews, and they be like, "Look, I rap about real shit." I talk about what's going on in my life. I'm not, I'm not one of these fake dudes that just make up shit, and as soon as they get in court, how am I any different than Al Pacino? <laughs> it's a character. <laughs> how are you going to use that as evidence? You don't get on Robert De Niro. <laughs> Denzel for playing a crooked cop. I don't know. It's, it's just, listen, if, if, you, if you invest in these people, these these talking heads and these pundits and because my buddy started doing that one of my good friends is uh he used to be the speaker for the the mayor out in uh san diego and uh now he does like little drop-ins on the news shows and talks about politics and stuff and it's just like you could because me and him have real discussions about this stuff but the stuff he does on there is just they just want these hot take exactly say the bland you know, whatever. They don't want any in-depth. They're not really interested in that. They want the thing that'll keep people yeah, clicking in and the kind of, they just want to feed raw meat to people. Yeah, it's why, you know, Skip Bayless and then and, and what's-his-name has a job, you yeah. know? Stephen A. See, yeah, thank you. I couldn't yeah, yeah. pull his name. But yeah, it, it, it it's, you know, it's the reason, you know, they say stupid stuff. Yeah. And people go, I can't believe he said that. Yeah. And then, That's, I, I used to debate sports with people, and I'm like, I will stop talking to you if you bring up anything they said on first take. <laughs> Yo, well, look, I mean, it's like Skip Bayless said. Nope, this conversation's uh, over. I don't yep, care. What, stop it. Stop yeah. it. And they got this funny thing they do on Twitter where this, uh, I think Robert Dice from Sports Illustrated, uh, he'll have a clip of Skip Bayless going, LeBron is overrated. He's a bum. He's a choker. Look at the game last night. He had 41 points. He should have had 70. You know, he'll do shit like that. Yeah. And then, so Robert Dice will share that clip and then put uh, Skip Bayless' show undefeated had zero point whatever viewers. <laughs> A rerun of Scooby Doo had seven point five. <laughs> so it's like so every time Skip Bayless says something outrageous, he puts up the ratings for that show as if this is why he's doing that. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. it's it's great. It's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. So yeah, we awesome. had we had Bill O'Reilly. Did anybody else die this week? Was it a- uh, Cuba Gooding Senior passed away? I just saw that. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with him outside of. You know, being Junior's father. Yeah, it's funny. I wasn't really either, and now all of a sudden they're like, "He's the greatest singer I've ever heard." Like, I, I don't even know he sang. I didn't know he was a singer till yesterday. Damn. But now people are, "Oh, he's so great!" Really? Yeah. You did. I mean, I'm sure he was talented. Yeah. But like, did you know that that he, <laughs> like now you're? Oh, it's, yeah. yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I I never <clears throat> knew that at all. Oh, and uh, just to be clear, uh, Aaron Hernandez not coming back to the Patriots. So back. if you thought he was coming back, yeah, that's he's not book is closed back. on that, and they and they shared so many memes and jokes. Yeah, people walking up to me in my office. I'm like, I that's not, I can't. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't mean to make it, 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 it's a horrifying situation. Just the whole thing is just a horrifying story. 
and I don't want to, I'm more making light of the Patriots fans who, when he got acquitted, were like, Aaron Hernandez is coming back. No. No. No, he, he's not. First of all, he wasn't coming back even when he got acquitted. And yeah. The, and <laughs> he, 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 he was serving life sentence. When he, no. <laughs> he served life sentence. But, interesting tidbit, though. I I saw where uh, under Massachusetts law, because the case was under appeal, that the <laughs> conviction is vacated. Yeah. So he technically, in the eyes of the law, is yeah. not a man guilty of murder. Mm-hmm. And the Patriots may owe him money. What? Oh, yeah. because of that. Yes. <laughs> Holy The Patriots smokes. may pay him millions and millions of dollars. Imagine watching Robert Kraft write that check. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's a salary cap. Hit. Jeez, that... could... <laughs> Let's see Bill Belichick genius's way around this one. <laughs> How about this one, Yoda? <laughs> and none of this is the bitch. Of course not. It's horrible. All right. It's but horrible. we haven't even talked about the fact that like 23 Patriots came to the White House. Did you see this picture? Oh, my yeah. God. They all stayed home. Yeah. I'm, Tom Brady stayed home. Yeah. He had a MAGA hat sitting in his locker, <laughs> and he stayed home. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Maybe Giselle was like, no, no, Thomas. No, Tommy. <laughs> no t- Not today. Is she Hispanic? I don't know what I just did there. <laughs> I don't know why I made her sound like homegirl from Modern Family. Yeah. Not today, Tommy. <laughs> Not today. I don't know why I just did that, but I, you know, it, it's. But I thought about it in my head. I was like, I could see Donald Trump being like, the Patriots had, and I don't do a Donald Trump. Yeah, impression. No, that's I okay. Yeah. But I could picture him going. There were two suicides <laughs> for the Patriots tight ends. One, Aaron Hernandez and Martellus Bennett committed career suicide <laughs> by not coming to the White House. You're making some stupid. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, it, it, he he spent the day with Chelsea Handler. The do, Patriots tight end skipped the White Martellus House Bennett. and hung out with Chelsea Handler. Wow, yeah, this is this is a new day, man. It's not because I remember a time when people didn't skip oh, going yeah. to the no, White no, House. You, you don't, yeah, whether you whether you were in line with the politics or not, you you went to the White House. Yeah. People, you just respected the office, which which raises some interesting questions about whether people have just lost respect for mm-hmm. the office. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and when did that start? If it happened Thursday, it started Thursday. Well, <laughs> what uh, Kid Rock, Ted Nugent, and Sarah Palin their tour through the White House? Oh my goodness, where was the fourth uh, horseman of a? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. For me, you know, Ted Nugent, great guitarist, great music. You know, a lot of the music of my my youth was Ted Nugent related. Uh, Derek St. Holmes. His former lead singer uh, grew up a block from me. Wow! Growing up, a uh, horrible human being. Mm. Ted Nugent, not Derek St. Holmes. Derek yeah. St. Holmes is a sweetheart. Ted Nugent, awful Shouts human out to being. Derek yeah, Derek. <laughs> but, uh, but Ted Nugent, I interviewed Ted Nugent a long time ago. Biggest jerk on the planet. Really? Biggest jerk on the planet. What kind of stuff? Just gave you that impression. Just you know, not cooperative. I was a young kid. You know, arranged an interview before one of his shows. I got like 20 minutes with him and just didn't. I mean, it's one thing to not want to be there. It's another thing to just be a jerk for the entire 20 minutes and and just not, you know, go out of your way to not answer questions or to say things, um, you know, that he knows I can't use to drop F-bombs during the interview and stuff like that. that wow. it, just a, a jerk. But, uh, you know, then, you know, 15 minutes later, 
put on an incredible show. So, how'd you separate that? Are you still able to enjoy his his oh yeah. music? Oh yeah. There's yeah. not a thing that happens at all. Like, eh. there's a little. I mean, I wish he was a nicer person, but you know, it, 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 it's you you separate. I'm gonna flash forward a little bit, but you know, you you have to separate the person from the art. You know, yeah. and figure out you know where is that line. Yeah. You know, if 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 you know, um, do you you know can you still go back and listen to Bill Cosby's comedy from the sixties and seventies and appreciate it for what it was at the time, mm-hmm. or think, you know, oh, this is the same guy who allegedly raped dozens and dozens of people. Right. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I can go back and you know and listen to Cosby stuff and still appreciate it for what it was yeah. and for him for what he was at the time and what he meant to you know the nation and to the community and but it's hard to shake that thing oh it is hard yeah it's always now in the back of your head that's now who he is but yeah you know like i i believe i can fly is one of my favorite songs ever <laughs> and ever, you know and i stopped listening to really? R. kelly i yeah. after the peeing yeah. on the gr- i just couldn't yeah and uh, I played I Believe I Can Fly the other day. And uh, I sang the shit out of that song. And I missed it. Yeah. But I said, I'll see you in another few years. Yeah. I just can't. I, 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 it's, I just can't. I can't shake it. I can't shake that yeah, one. Yeah. I, I think you, you. I mean, I think. I do think it's a different thing. You know, if you're talking about a person's politics. Yeah. Like, you know, Ted Nugent and I clearly not on the same uh, playing field as, you know, as far as politics. Yeah. Did he treat me poorly in the interview? Yes. Is Stranglehold still an amazing piece of music? Yes. Mm. So it's it's what it is. Yeah. For me, it is. It is. It is what it is. Well, I I think the thing, the part of the reason with the R. Kelly thing that is tough for me is because it wasn't just about what he did. Yeah. It was about. It brought so many other things into the mix because it was. It also showed how the media plays favorites in terms of what they care about. Sure. You oh know, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, you yeah. know, because there's a large part of me that was like, if these were twenty little white girls, it mm-hmm. it would lead the Today Show. But these were yeah. little black girls in Chicago, right? And so nobody gave a damn. Right. And so it's like all those things swirl around when I just want to sing. I believe I can fly. <laughs> It's not asking too much to just want to. Damn, it's so inspirational, man. You know how many people have gotten off of drugs? <laughs> Forget 12 steps. I've seen people give up <laughs> decade-long drug habits playing that song one time. Is he, uh, is he still recording? Yeah, he's still. I, I don't know if he's making new music, but he's certainly performing all of his. He's touring. He's definitely okay. touring. So it hasn't really affected him. No, not it. Well, and there's some things. I mean, he ain't gonna be on the Grammys, uh, you know. So there's certain limits. Yeah, he'll never, to, he'll never do a McDonald's commercial. He won't do any more McDonald's commercials. <laughs> a Big Mac, <laughs> fries and chicken nuggets. You're not gonna hear that in Thompson. Apple pie, <laughs> which is a whole nother thing. I believe apple pie. I believe I love French fries. Yeah. I believe I love fries. <laughs> Damn, man. There was so many possibilities. Matter of fact, at the time, he and Jay-Z had put out a great album together and were going on tour, and then it all just fell apart because yeah. he peed on a little. He's like, you know what? I know what I want to do this morning. Mm. That was on camera, too, wasn't it? Yeah. I 
want to yeah. film myself peeing on a little girl. I feel like that's almost always a bad idea. I can't think of a circumstance where it's a good one. Well, Kim Kardashian, it worked out okay for her. But that's other fair. than that. Well, she wasn't a little girl, though. Well, no, but the entire, I think, Kardashian family. It's worked out well for them. Her, yeah, yeah. thing. What, her, but, oh, her sex tape? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason, really, we know who she is, right? Yeah. Well, her father. I, you, you, you would know her in some sort of secondary kind of. You know. She wouldn't have been, though. I don't think some some tertiary capacity. Yeah, yeah you, but she wouldn't have been famous. She no, no, she no, has no, no talent. No, 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 no. she <laughs> wouldn't. She wouldn't be no, famous. There's nothing there. Well, yeah. I, I. But you know, you can't say she didn't have. To me, it's hard to say she didn't have talent. I mean, she took a sex tape and turned it into a media empire. That's something. Mm, she did that, or her mom did that. Well. Either way, well, either way, she yeah. had to be on camera. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I a lot of people have made sex tapes and have not become what they've become. Well, no, no, you're right. A lot of people have taken it from behind and not, and, and not <clears throat> been, not made a career out of it. Yeah, yeah I, I right. mean, one of my closing bits is about a sex tape, and it didn't do that for me or the other participant. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't do anything. The only thing that came from that was. Going to church and crushing it up afterwards, feeling bad, and then trying to tape it back together a few days later. <laughs> <laughs> Digging through the trash, trying to tape it back together. It's here somewhere. What was I thinking? <laughs> I got to do this for memory? <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, well, what's going on with you, man? I, I, what's going on at Casa de Baltashevitz? Uh It's been a it's been a busy week. Yep. Uh, just you know, lots of outside projects, lots of stuff going on. Um, operating on about two hours of sleep right now because of Ooh. one of my outside projects. So that's been fun. Uh, learned how to drive a forklift this week. That was exciting. Yeah. Huh. So, um, the, one of my uh, side gigs is uh, creating content for uh, a forklift company. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So you and want to learn how to drive it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I can write about what it's like to learn how to drive a forklift. It's basically what. So what was it? I mean, what was that experience it's, like? It, Scary? It's, no, it's fun. It's yeah. fun. I didn't. This will come as a shock. I didn't fit into the forklift. <laughs> it was the forklift. Uh, it was a class four forklift, which is which is a smaller, uh, only about fifty five hundred pounds. It can lift apparently. Which seems like a lot, but, uh, but I didn't. Yeah, it was a. I was I was wedged into that forklift. I was wearing the forklift. Wow. So, um, my feet were too big. Like you know, underneath the seat, there's a there's a, you know, a hard panel underneath the seat, and then like where the pedals are, and there wasn't quite enough space between that hard panel under the seat and and where the pedals are for my gigantic freakishly large feet so i had to kind of operate the pedals with my toes and kind of like uh-huh. so that was a, um, a little bit awkward um the weirdest thing about um driving a forklift not that this is particularly funny but it it uh forklifts steer from the rear wheels hmm. so um they have a really um, tight turning radius, mm. so you can you know you can spin a forklift around on a dime, Ooh, and really? so that's a little bit weird that you don't have to move the steering wheel as much as you would in a car because it's so compact. Yeah, because if you're you know if you're if you're if you're steering from the rear wheels and you just turn the thing a little bit, it'll turn mm. on mm-hmm. the spot as yeah. opposed to 
I know it's not a visual podcast, right, but, but I'm kind of showing you. Yeah, as opposed to, you know, if you're steering in the front wheel and you want to turn right, you know. Yeah, the gradual. It's a, you know, a wider turn. If you're if you're on a forklift steering from the rear wheels, yeah. you can just do that Sharp. and go where you are. So it's it, it, it's it's it was it was really fun though. And yeah. so, you know, if the TV slash podcasting career doesn't work out, now I can go drive a forklift. Oh, please. So that's fun. This thing's going to be huge. <laughs> straight to the top, baby. Believe me. Straight, <laughs> straight Believe to the top. Me. Speaking of that, I do want to mention a uh, friend of the podcast, Anthony Animatic. Yeah. His show. Congrats to Anthony, man. On uh, Comedy Central. Yes, yes. Friend, at, uh, friend of the podcast. Yes. Anthony, congratulations, man. April, I was really happy to see that. April 27th, I believe it. it, it He's the guy too who got like you know got passed over for Saturday Night Live. They brought in Alec Baldwin. They you know anytime people talk about you know the best Trump impersonators for some reason his name never comes up, and it's it's it will now because if you haven't seen him, he it's, is it's amazing, phenomenal, yeah. and the stuff he says is funnier. Yeah. Even if he weren't doing a Trump impression, right. just said <laughs> right. the shit he says, right? Like it would it would be hilarious. But yeah. the fact that he's spot on and he nails the dialogue. Yeah, he's uh, he's fantastic. His uh, his really promos for Comedy fan. Central have been great. So the, the failing Comedy Central, <laughs> yeah. yo, I'm all in on that show. I cannot yeah. wait to see to see my man do his thing. Yeah. So after the Daily Show, starting April 27th. Yeah. Uh, Comedy Central. I wonder if, if Chris Hardwick, because he was on Midnight a couple of times, right? You think that had anything to do with it, or? I don't think it hurt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hardwick's into everything now, man. I, I my man crush on Chris Hardwick just deepens every time he turns around and gets a new job. I'm like, oh, god damn it! I want to be Chris Hardwick. That's why you learn to draw the forklift. <laughs> Trying to impress, him. hoping to impress Hardwick. Yeah, um, but he's yeah, he's got the, uh, this new show on um, AMC called Talking. He just had the uh, cast of Silicon Valley on last weekend. It's great. So not Talking Dead, which he does. No, 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 right, right. He does Talking Dead. He does Talking Saul or whatever. Is, but or. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and now he does another show on AMC called Talking, which is just. <laughs> It's basically his it, the Nerdist podcast on TV. Yeah, um, he's got the Wall on NBC, which is really fun to watch. Um, he's launched his own production. It, it, just the guy I I want to be Chris Hardwick so bad. <laughs> Not meet him. He's, no, be him. no. Be him. <laughs> right. If he turns up missing, you can come to me first. Come to, he's <laughs> married to Patty Hearst's daughter. Is he really? Yeah. His mother-in-law is Patricia Hearst. <laughs> we need to do an episode on Chris Hardwick. <laughs> he doesn't need to be a guest. Yeah, no. We he doesn't, just, we're just going to talk about his We can just talk about Chris his Hardwick. Career, Are yeah. you kidding me? No. I didn't know that. Yeah. So he's... he's For those of you, our younger listeners, that don't know Patty Hearst. Right. Well, she um, was uh, kidnapped by the uh, Symbionese Liberation Army back in the 70s. Um, ended up with kind of a Stockholm, uh, Stockholm syndrome uh, kind of thing. Actually, I think she did time uh, after because they robbed a bunch of banks and stuff like that. But Patty Hearst's grandfather, William Randolph Hearst, um, the guy, um, Citizen Kane, the mm-hmm. the guy that Citizen Kane. Made. So just the family history on the Hearst side, not to mention the money that she's going to have access to at some point. And just, just I, I want to be Chris Hardwick. It's amazing, man. <laughs> and he mentioned Stockholm syndrome. For those that don't know what Stockholm no, syndrome no, we is, have to <laughs> Google really. I, and we can't do yeah. everything. Yeah, no, we can lead you to the water. But we can't. We, uh, come on now, give me a break. 
So uh, anyway, yeah. So busy week. Learn how to drive a forklift. I love Chris Hardwick. Yeah, that's all. It's good. Uh, Sammy Joe's at a bachelorette party this week. Yeah, Sa- yo, how many friends of hers are getting married? She's at that age, you know, that like late twenties age where everyone's either getting married or having a kid, <sighs> and so you end up going to a lot of a lot of bachelorette oh, parties and weddings and man. showers and God, it's it's a oh, horrible, and then the, it's and a then horrible the cycle of, of second marriages. They're all going to get divorced <laughs> and have to do it again. She's got to go to all of those. Do it again. Well, and like they all like everything's a destination. Yeah. You know, I want to have my bachelorette party in Vegas, or we're going to get married in Cancun, or whatever. It's like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, I didn't have any. We, me and my buddies hung out at a club. Yeah. And that was it. I drank uh, milk and ate chocolate cake in my bachelor party. <laughs> That's how you've spent the majority of the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Harbinger of things to come. <laughs> Honey, I just want you to know. This is what you're marrying. <laughs> I love it. When are we going to start? Uh, oh, I never, man, I got to get out of here. We got to get out. But yeah, I, right, I, I, next week I'm going to do, because I did my WrestleMania lead up. I didn't do my WrestleMania recap. Oh, yeah. So we got to do it. If you're here next week. It, oof. Yeah. You may not be. I'm probably not going to be. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, two weeks. So I'll be doing yeah, a we'll WrestleMania recap yeah. slash Payback preview because payback is coming up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, and uh, get well soon. I saw on Twitter uh, another friend of the podcast, Mick Foley, our buddy Mick, yeah, yeah. hip replacement. Oh, he had yeah. his hip replaced, and he put up a photo uh, on Twitter of him uh, in the hospital. But I, you know, you could see him getting around. It was kind of yeah, tough good. for him, and yeah. uh, he had talked about it. So I hope I hope he feels a yeah. lot better and it it relieves, you know, whatever he was going through yeah it, it um i'm sure will if he does the exercise uh, exercise my dad has had a hip and two knees replaced and he's doing great played like really? 36 holes of golf this week already yeah. really and he so, has yeah. special exercises he does yeah yep i might forward those to mick you gotta do yeah it, you especially right after the surgery you've got to do like the stuff that that the physical therapist tells you to do at home in addition to what the therapist is doing you got to make sure you do it got to. that's the key yeah the hip replacements and knee replacements that fail are people who think it hurts too much to do the exercises, and they don't do them. Yeah. Okay. My dad's an overachiever, anyway. But, uh, but he he should he, have him on the podcast. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, um, hip and two knee. Just had the knee done in December, mm-hmm. and he's he's uh, played thirty six holes of golf this week. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So shouts. That's my dad. Pops. Yeah. My dad. What's his name? Do you want to shout him out? Uh, Carl. Carl Baltashevitz. Yeah. Hey, Carl. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, we'll we'll call him one day. <laughs> what he talk? What he say? He would. Uh, he would, <laughs> he would fr- I love my dad very much, but I think he'd freeze up. Really? He's a really really funny guy. Yeah. But I think on on the you know if he knew he was being recorded or on camera or something, I think I think he'd freeze well, up. There's a yeah. way to solve that. <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, got Doug, Dove coming yeah. up. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, so let's get to it, y'all. Okay, guys, BarkBox. Now, we've been talking about BarkBox with you for like a month. We know that you're you're clicking on the link. You're going to the site. 
you're checking it out because we get those statistics and numbers and stuff like that, but you're not pulling the trigger. Uh, and, and, and we get it, you know, it takes a little bit of time to decide, but look, you love your dog, do it for your dog, do it for us, but do it mostly for your dog. You, you make your dog happy. You make yourselves happy as well. Here's how BarkBox wor- works. And the special deal, um, honestly, that, uh, we've worked out with BarkBox is pretty awesome. It's basically an extra free month. You already get one month when you sign up for the six or 12 month package at BarkBox. I'll explain what it is in a minute. Uh, when you sign up for the sixth or 12 month package, you, you already get one month for a dollar. We're offering you a second month for free. So an extra free month of BarkBox at, uh, get BarkBox.com slash comedy zone. Now here's, here's what you get with BarkBox. You love your dog every month. BarkBox paw picks the best all natural treats and innovative toys to match your dog's unique needs based on the size of your dog you put some information in they know how big your dog is and they're able to curate these boxes specifically for your dog all the edibles are made in the usa or canada and 100 percent tested on animals in a good way uh it's it's a great way BarkBox is a great way to try a, a variety of treats and toys from local and small businesses that you might not otherwise be able to find each monthly box has a theme. Last month was Pooh York City. Uh, this month's box, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be pretty cool. There's new and unique toys that your dogs will absolutely love. And if your dog does, doesn't like something in the box, Sammy Joe's talked about this before, uh, we'll send you something they'll love for free. BarkBox is all about the dog happiness. Also free shipping on any Bark box within the Continental United States. And when the dog falls in love with something from the box, you can easily find it again at BarkShop.com or the app by texting BarkBox. So here's how this works. Uh, you go to GetBarkBox.com slash ComedyZone. That's GetBarkBox.com slash ComedyZone to get your extra month of BarkBox for free. You love your dog. You're listening to this podcast, so clearly you have an affinity for us as well. Why not help us both out? Make your dog happy. Make us happy. It's the best way to help this podcast continue to do what it does and to help your dog continue to do what it does, and that's making you happy while you make your dog happy. It Look, everybody wins. There's no reason to not do this. Get BarkBox.com slash Comedy Zone. Some great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina over the next several weeks. Dove Davidoff in town uh, this weekend. So that would be April 21st, April 22nd, two shows Friday night, two shows Saturday night. Do not miss Dove Davidoff from the HBO show Crashing. All kinds of other cool stuff you want to check him out. You can also check him out on social media at Dove Davidoff on Twitter. That's D-O-V-D-A-V-I-D-O-F-F. Also check him out at DoveDavidoff.net. DoveDavidoff.net for his social media and stuff. Bob Saget, April 28th through the 29th. Ron Funches, May 4th through the 6th. Funny on the Fly, May 7th. D. Ray Davis, May 11th through the 14th. Piff the Magic Dragon, May 18th through the 21st. Great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. For tickets, call the box office at 980-321-4702. Check out uh, cltcomedyzone.com. For dates and details, also follow the uh, Comedy Zone on social media at Comedy Zone CLT on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, check out Comedy Zone CLT as well. Keep supporting local comedy and check them out at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. Welcome back, Comedy Zone Podcast. Special guest today. Yes, yeah, special. <laughs> so special. The one and only Dove Davidoff yeah. is here. 
God bless. This is big time. Well, it's a time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw you yesterday um, at the Knights game. All right, yeah. I yeah. saw I saw cuz I was uh I I hadn't gotten in yet cuz I was waiting on some people. I had okay, this uh, yeah. meet and greet mixer kind of thing I was yeah, going to. Yeah. And you were doing an interview. <laughs> for like a stands full of people like yeah, and they the were ballpark. asking you yeah. yeah. How what was that like? It was outdoors and you could hear your own echo. So you so would you answer a question? It was like a delay on a phone. All right. And uh it was it was ridiculous <laughs> i mean it was fine but it was just ridiculous nobody cares what i have to say at a ballpark you know and then uh yeah and I, you know i don't i mean it was fun it was fun in you know in the way that awkward things can be fun right you know, right not like it wasn't fun like i would want to do it again but it was fun like i experienced that you know i don't know <laughs> it was fun. How was the the uh, first pitch? Did you do that? Yeah, I got it over the plate. It, it was uh, it's fine, you know. It's uh, listen. I never. I don't know. I don't. I never. I follow f- fighting in terms of sports and all, but I don't really follow. Uh, I, I I didn't grow up with baseball. I don't follow it. I mean, it was fun to be there, but yeah. the announcer, you know, in front of the stands, and he, he asked me who my team was, and I was like. Uh, I just responded. I said, uh, "It's been a, it's been some time since I've been to the ballpark. I, I've never been to a game. <laughs> it is some time. Yeah, it's been some time. It's been some time. Forty three. So it's been about forty three years. And before that, I wasn't alive. So it's been some time. Technically, that's a true statement. <laughs> One of the funniest things was when I heard the interview, and the guy goes, "So, uh, what got you into comedy?" And Dumb goes, a damaged childhood? Yeah. You know, I mean, what got me into comedy? I mean, I don't know. What did he, you know, he expect? There was a clown in the hospital when I was being born. I, you know, it was a fucking horrendous operation as a kid. Nobody reasonable gets into comedy. Why would you get into comedy? Right. You know, you're trying to figure oh, yeah. something out or reconcile the world. I mean, why else would you get into comedy? Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I wish I'd gotten more sleep i i know i'm I probably sound like a bit of a depressive but i don't mean to no this is our last conversation this oh okay good. oh, yeah, oh, oh remember okay, we yeah. did maybe this is just me i'm making <laughs> excuses for what i actually am. <laughs> this is, it's so this sad this is I'm you. Just, uh, yeah this is this me, is good because you know last time i don't know if if our audience remembers a lot of mm-hmm. people we got a lot of great feedback okay it's when we were we were in the car and we did the trip to the casino. Oh, that was fun, right? And then I took you to Union Station in DC. Now I remember. Yeah, that now was... I remember. Yeah, you're a good man. Now I remember. Yeah, yes. that was the best, probably the best interview. Yeah, it was right. just conversation re- about comedy. Yeah, that Forget was interview. Fun. It was just yes, that was fun. Right. Got very existential, a little mm-hmm. meta abstractions. There was all. It had it, it all. It was great. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, we really got into it, so that's good. Yeah, no, that I think that's a that's a good place to go sometimes. Yeah, know? yeah, and then after the show, I was like, "Oh man, I got your number." Yeah, well, and then neither one of us reached out, no, and that's how that goes. Yeah. But that's that's yeah, all right. It does seem to be the nature of it because because there's so many obstacles to reaching out. Now, if we right. lived in the same city or if right. there's some specific kind of, it's like, and also. Unless I'm drawing a lot in a certain city, I don't get to choose who I go out with often. You right. know what I mean? Like right. it's not like I'm I'm on a bus to touring with with, with you right. know. Right, right. And uh so yeah, and so I just generally fly in and out of these 
these cities alone. Right. Yeah. And even with reaching out to Dove, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm weird because I'm like, what the hell do you, hey, man. I know, I know, I know. Still around? I know. I, and what do you say? Yeah. And I'm not even sure how I would answer that question. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I, <laughs> I'm around. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a funny thing. You know, like, uh, the, the human animal needs, you know, community and contact, and yet creating that is challenging, you yeah. know? So it's, it's a, yet another paradox. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's been some some cool developments since last time on your end. Uh, crashing. Been, I've been doing a dog style more with my wife. Oh, so. that's good too. <laughs> yeah. I don't make a lot of eye contact at home, so. But I saw I saw you on crashing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Been, that's so that's great. really good. Right? Yeah, crash crashing's so good. Yeah. Is that? Do you feel like? Because I've never, of course, done comedy in New York like that. Is that yeah. fairly a fairly representative? I believe it is. I, I I barked to get stage time at that club that he's barking at the Boston. You know, mm. so I was out there handing out flyers to try to get stage time towards the end of the night. It's know? hard to picture you just having to walk up to random people. Yeah, I was. Just, well, you know, I was just stand out there and be like, "Come, you know, come to." Sh-. I mean, I was as awkward as 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 you can be and still get somebody to take a flyer but it was uh it was f- horrible <laughs> it was fun and horrible you know how long like, do you how long did you end up i don't know the length of time but i certainly remember being out there in the winter handing out flyers and so it's uh yeah it's a bitch you know <laughs> trying to get stage time over there yeah yeah, it really. Yeah, it's it's like uh yeah yeah, but that was the process, you know. You're yeah. trying to trying to get people in the in the room. Yeah, I and used to do. I used to do. A, I I don't know if I brought it up last time, but just trying to get stage time. I used to do this this guy in this shitty club. I won't name it, but uh, they would run this show. There was a Puerto Rican, uh, the guy that would run the building, sort of the super in the building, and the club owner would give him stage time, like to fix shit. And then he would have some show in a hallway, like at midnight. It was all Puerto Rican show. And I he used to I ch- I used to have to change my name to D- Dove Dominguez for, <laughs> for seven minutes of stage time <laughs> in a fucking hallway in a hellhole. Um, so that's a good time. <laughs> that, and then Shades of Blue. Yeah, I play a cop on Shades that, of now Blue. Now that and, that uh, I have not seen yet, but I'll, everything I've heard. Yeah, I saw I saw a little bit of uh, season one and liked it, and then just haven't been able to catch up. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I never spent. I I didn't watch the show. I I never (laughs) saw the show in season one. But it's it's interesting. I mean, it's the work is interesting, you know. So I don't I don't get caught up on whether or not I like it or I don't like the show. I mean, as a as as an actor, I mean, it's great if you like it. But also, it's um, it's uh, it's it's fun, you know, coming from comedy to do actual sustained drama. It's not a small part. It's 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 a substantial part. So it's. I get to chase, you know. I, I'm the I'm chasing uh, Ray Ray Liotta and, and, and Jennifer Lopez in the show, and then their whole team of yeah. Cops. You're Internal Affairs. Fucking ain't right. I'm, <laughs> I'm IAB man. <laughs> you fuck up. I'm the guy to come to get. Oh uh, yeah, I'm Internal Affairs, so I gotta hunt. I gotta hunt people. Did you audition for that role, or how how did that come up? Yes. Did you? Yeah, addition for the role. You think <laughs> fucking called me and said, "Hey, we, <laughs> you know, we were thinking of you, No, yeah. no. Every now and then something, yeah. but it's generally through an audition process. Yeah. The only time it's not through an audition process is 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 uh is if you build the show. You know, like when I shoot a, p- a pilot and I and I've created it around yeah. my own. Yeah. You know, then you're in. But otherwise, you got to go up. I mean, I I had to audition against every lots of sure. guys you've seen. Sopranos guy, all those guys. 
Was that your first serious, sustained serious role? No, I had another. I played a, another cop on NBC years ago with Jeff Goldblum. Um, that was uh, that had some, you know, drama. And then I, you know, I did that movie with Wahlberg, that uh, Invincible, and so it was relative, you know, you know, some drama, I guess. I don't know. Did you have any background in law enforcement at all to draw from? Or? No. So, so it was just you were just learning all new terms and everything. Yeah, you just pick up the dialogue and then get familiar with the meaning so that it com- it feels okay coming out of your your mouth. You know, otherwise you'll look like you're acting, and then they don't want to use you anymore. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, so, now some things have not changed since last time. You still don't get into social media much. Yeah, I fucking it's my you know. I, kinda, I like that though. I like that you you're doing you're doing it your way and you're not. I am, but I I think I pay a price. But also, yeah. it doesn't. I, I, my voice, I don't know. They yip around too much on social media. I mean, I would do it if it fit. It just I, I'm not. Sh- it doesn't f- feel right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the idea. I think podcasts can be really effective depending on the voice and if you have something that you really want to talk about and you're going to be real consistent and put energy into it but otherwise there's just so much noise out there in the world you know to cut through so it's like i don't know with with tv stuff and all and then you know i'm in business in some other areas in new york and and you know writing the new hour and i finished a book you know so my book is it comes out my memoir in october what's and the name it's, of it uh, at Road Dog, and then sort of reflections of something, you know. It's like I haven't figured out the whole title, but uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, you know I don't know. You got to really commit to any w- one of these things, and then figure out you know what feels right, where yeah. your voice is, and it's challenging, you know. Well, I think too that social media, <clears throat> in a lot of ways, and a lot of things have become this politics, sports. A lot of things have become this sort of. I call it like the the hot takeification of uh, everything's a hot take. Oh, this is happening. Yeah. Here's my take. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. yeah, right. Like right. whether it's yeah. a video or whether it's a post or whether Anything. like people want you to have a thing to say yeah. about stuff. And it's yeah. like my stuff is I don't want to call it more contemplative or whatever, but it's just I don't have hot well, they're not sound bites. Yeah. So when you have thoughts, Noam Chomsky was talking about why he doesn't have more exposure on network news. It's because he doesn't speak in 30, 60 second clips, you know. And so I don't know. I mean, it's um, it's a strange it's a strange landscape. I just hired a social media guy in New York. I oh, retained good. a guy to help me, you know, like a newsletter. Just stay in touch in the way that feels okay. For, for me, you know, it's a strange, but it's definitely like, you know, like a, a guy like my buddy Brian Callen, I, I, you see him on Instagram, but like it works for him. He's got a real sort of, his sensibilities are, are sort of this caricature of this guy and, you know, and and God bless him. It, it, you know, it's it works for him, but it's it's not really my my thing, you know. And that's that's cool, man. Almost, and I, it's funny now, I guess, because I'm having a son, I relate everything to that. But it's almost like those <clears throat> those parents that it's like they have a child that, let's say, the child excels in English but struggles yeah. in math, and the yeah. parents dump all their resources yeah. into math to make them better at what they're weak at. I it's like, why don't you good, invest in what analogy. the kid, yeah. you know what I mean? So for me, it's like, it's I'm just a thing, like be, just be the hell out of what you are 
as Absolutely. opposed to trying to do shit that doesn't feel right. No and sense do shit trying to make a guy with one leg a great runner. Get, get, help him do what he can do well. Yes. You know? And so, yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, so I think that's where the energy and effort should be invested in. It sounds like that's what you do. Like, you have the things that you're comfortable with. Yeah, listen, I, you know, that's to write a book is a long-form project. And I did that, and then, you know, with this television stuff, I've been lucky enough to work, you know, in these in these things. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm a, and I'm a landlord in New York. You know, I bought a building and refied and did another deal. And yeah. and uh, and I have a third hour, I'm, you know, almost... Yeah almost completing and so it's uh yeah i don't know who the fuck knows you know and all, yeah it's also like i don't know i'm actually in kind of a decent place as hard as it is for me to acknowledge that <laughs> I, I you know it's like we're so trained to go continue to look for something else and the, and then in this business the idea of like well you know you want the, the bigger thing or the pro it's like i i do and i'll work hard but at the same time it's I don't know. The idea of fame is not that. It, I don't think it has that much to offer. I, I don't, you know. I mean, if you're over a barrel for rent, fame's good because you can sell some tickets. But if you're okay in other areas, I, I don't see what the big deal about fame is in some ways. Like, I, you know, everybody's hustling for something. But I, I think when they get there, they're not really sure. The hustle was about not being acknowledged as a kid or something. Because I, I don't see people getting happy, mm. you know. So the idea of social media is like, oh, look at me, like, look, 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 but look at what fucking what? Look at what? What did you? What did you do? Right. I don't like looking at me that much. I, I can't, can't imagine looking at you me all want to see much. me doing this every day. Yeah, oh, look at me. It's next next to a car. It's, it's a shiny car. Look how shiny this car is. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you stupid car. Have you not figured that out yet, idiots? <laughs> You know, or like <laughs> next to somebody, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's me and it's me and so and so. He's tremendous with the ball. He throws the ball so fast. Look at this picture of me and it. Oh, you fucking, know. you want to watch a guy throw a ball? Watch him throw a ball. What do you want? I need to stand next to the guy throwing the ball. Who gives a fuck? I don't get what people are into. I don't get it. I don't understand it either, yeah. man. I don't Having said that, in a minute, we're going to ask you to take a picture. <laughs> if that's her standing no, no, next but to it, that's different. We take a picture, <laughs> yeah. and then you go, this guy's on this, exactly. and if you want to hear yeah. somebody talk, I'm just saying I don't give a fuck about your picture standing next to a car. But, yeah. Yeah. but if you can take a picture and say, hey, we have a conversation with this guy, and it was kind of a good conversation. Yeah. If you want to listen, listen. I, you know, I, I see that as, as a dignified thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I, I yeah, I'm. I'm on the same page, man. I don't. I don't get a lot of it. I don't get a lot of the hero worship. I don't get. Well, the, it's it's a big. It's a. It'll be a big problem culturally. It's like if we're headed. I was watching something about the fall of Rome, and you see the trajectory of these, you know, nation states. You know that. Mm -hmm. We're like striving to figure something out, and then once they figure it out, it's almost like these big companies that corner the market, and then the star of the company is no longer the guy who created the thing; it's the guy with the smile who can sell the thing, mm -hmm. and it becomes in in Rome they call it bread and circuses. You know, it's all of these when things were going really badly, and the people at the top of the pyramid were taking all the resources and they would have more and more events at the Colosseum and they would just throw, mm. they would give out free bread <laughs> and they would throw, you know, Christians to lions and have these gladiator events and they would distract the populace yeah. from what's going on, you know, and, and, and you see that, you know, like there was the World War II generation and then now it's like, you know, it's like, look at this 
ring. Look at this ring I stood next to it. The store, it's so big, shiny. You fucking retard. <laughs> it just, it's not good. It's, it. No, that's not it's good. not good, you know, but, but, you know, you gotta, I don't, I don't know, you know, we, we gotta make life as valuable as we can. You know, what, what do you think about these, um, I'm a heterosexual. I don't get into that. Oh, different question. <laughs> this because I know uh, they the Netflix. You know they've had a couple special Chappelle and yeah. Small I haven't folks have seen, had specials. I haven't seen Chappelle. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw it. I, I enjoyed it. I yeah, enjoyed a lot it. of both. They're really good. Um, yeah. a lot of crowd work, right? He's not writing two hours of material, right? No, it, it was mostly like stories and stuff. Stories you know? and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, meeting like the first yeah, one. There's kind of a thread teller. that goes through where it's like you know three different yeah I gotta uh, see times it. he yeah, met OJ and it's right. I heard about that yeah. but the, but the interesting thing to me because we talked about fame earlier yeah and it's like it all of a sudden well not all of a sudden i'm sure it's always happened but you see these things about uh oh well uh dave Chappelle says that comedy's this yeah. or chris rock says right. comedy's too pc so they're like right. it just is because they it's like well that's right. one voice yeah, you know, well, I mean, yeah, and, and yeah, and those are those are you know those are two good voices, sure. and their experience is is meaningful. But yeah, it's like we all have to develop our own ex- opinions and experiences. You know, yeah, I, I like I I admire and and respect a lot of cats, you and and others, man. But the idolization. It's, it, it doesn't, it's bad for people. It fucks them up at auditions. When you go onto a set and you're working with whoever, you don't want to be staring at you know. It's like it's fine to you know respect people. I don't know. I, I it, yeah. I, but I didn't grow up with television, so I I don't relate to a lot of that energy. You know, I mean, I, I don't relate to a lot of that 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 weird. You know, the, the star quote unquote. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't relate to it. You know, it's like. Um, yeah, it's and it's probably if you think through it, it's probably not good for for people. Like no. you know, it's it's um no yeah because in that is this sort of uh, it's also it's you not have to diminish yourself happy. to do that right. I like he's like this important. big person right. Inherent in that is that right. I'm, I think you can you you can have heroes in terms of ideas, right? Like some sort of intellectual hero or kind of a thing. But definitely, when there's too much of that energy, it's not. It, there's something about like it, you, they, if something, if a human stops being human, you're gonna misread shit. You know, it's just like you know, they're fucking people with problems, and 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 they're very good at this thing, whatever that thing is, and you need to put that in perspective. You know, I mean, I yeah. can acknowledge and respect it, but I'm not gonna. You know, hop up and down. And no, so, you can't yeah. invest in that way. You can't because yeah, they are right. human, and that's what. And we talked about a, a, this a little bit last time, but you know, the, that's why the Cosby thing was so tough for some people oh, because yeah, they'd invested sure. too much. It, you know, as opposed to, hey, this guy makes me well, laugh. He I was what not he does. only a person; he was this sort of uh, kind of a, you know, civil rights figure. Like he was so much. It's, it yeah, it fucks people up. You know. I mean, it, this isn't a good analogy, but it's like those Republicans that, like somebody that votes for really super anti-gay legislation, and then he's you know b- sucking guys off in a bathroom in a, in an airport. Yep. You know, it's like what? But you? But I thought <laughs> I thought we were both brothers in Christ. I didn't realize. You know, it's like it's that much more offensive for people emotionally. It's dangerous. 
It, it, yeah, it's, it's dangerous. Yeah, because I, I, my wife is in a place where if Beyonce does something awful, yes, it's yes, going to damage yes, her yes, totally. in a way that's not healthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, what Brando once said, uh, um, um, fucking what's it, what did he say? Separate, uh, it, it essentially separate the person from the thing. You know, the art, from, yeah. From, yeah, yeah, from the art. Otherwise, yeah. you get it all fucked up because what they do really well isn't necessarily it doesn't make them great people necessarily you know some right. of them some can be but it doesn't now now one is doesn't there a, mean the other is there a line for you where it's like okay if it's this heinous i can't i just can't listen anymore if it's this um i don't know i don't know i i I don't know what I mean. There's always a line somewhere. It's just when it happens, then you know, you know. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't like. I watch documentaries, and I, I haven't been reading enough. And then, um, you know, I'm, de- I'm dealing with being married. I got married a year ago. Oh, oh, that's recent. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Like Ten yeah. months ago. You weren't married last time we talked, right? Yeah, and so it's uh. You know, I got back in a couple's therapy. I just have shit that I'm, that I'm, you know, working through. That is, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think about the entertainment business a great deal. I mean, I definitely think about the things that I need to do, but the things in general going on around me, I don't. I don't know if, uh, you know, I'm at the comedy cellar five nights a week. I hear enough about whatever's going on, but I don't watch a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I'm is, out of the loop. I got nothing to say. I got nothing. No, speak. But speaking of that, um, in terms of your material and and what you're performing since you've gotten yeah. married, has there been a turn in the content? Totally. Yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of new stuff. I got a lot of new stuff, and um, you know, I'll have a third hour put together soon. Um, yeah, you know, this fucking. I was trying to get her pregnant, and then I had to get a. The sperm analysis—I won't go into the material, but I—I I I've got feel st- free stupid sperm. <laughs> yeah, right. Could you imagine the um, you know, yeah, and all this weird, you know, all the all the shit that everybody deals with. But you're trying to turn it into, it, but it's different in the context of being married than relationships in the context of being single. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's new material. Yeah, you know, new stuff to fuck with and new feelings and. New, new, new feelings. Yeah, yeah, new feelings. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, cause my I'm I've been married now two and a half years. Two and a half. Yeah, and yeah. then with the the child coming, it just you know it 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 refocuses um a lot of different things, and 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 the material should reflect that. I, I, yeah, you know, like I remember I was uh, talking with um. Billy Gardell mm-hmm. down in Atlanta, yeah. and I and I wanted to do a guest set, and he we didn't he didn't have the time to let me do it, but he said I'll, we can talk though. Right. I said, oh well, shit, I'll, right. that's better. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah. we walked out and we talked for a while, and he said that he was um, opening for Carlin right uh, years ago, and he said that uh, he said one of the greatest pieces of advice he had ever gotten was he said Carlin told him um, he said well how because he Carlin had had so many hours you know right. so many new oh, specials. Yeah. And Billy Gardell, he asked him, he said, well, you know, how do you create all that new yeah. content? And he said, really, it's just about life and and continuing to evolve. And as you get older, you have different situations and things happening. If you keep thinking. Yeah, and the material should come along it with that. It should absolutely come and, along with But that. then he said, and if you find that that isn't happening, yeah. you need to get busy living. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard... Um, 
Uh, yeah, I remember some some commencement speech that somebody said something similar to that. But it, yeah, if you're if you keep leaning into discomfort in the positive sense, you, you keep growing in certain ways. You know, I mean, you'll have there's the marriage thing and then there's the kid thing and then there's either trying to make the marriage work or the divorce thing or the something thing or I just read this and I'm thinking and it should continue to reflect that. Like you see musicians that they're just fucking, the ones that are interesting keep thinking and writing shit and the ones that aren't, it becomes apparent. Yeah. It's the you same know? thing with comics. You see yeah. some comics that are just kind of doing the stuff, doing the rope stuff. Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, just going after the low, the low hanging fruit thing. It's just, I life's too short for that. You know, I mean, I understand. Well, there's a lot of depression and a lot of, um, I don't know. I mean, you see with actors too. You see them doing the same shitty movies and you know, same bad <laughs> stuff. And it's like I don't know. It's like. Don't you want to? Victor Frankel, man, search for meaning. Dude spent a lot in the in the Holocaust camps, and and he, he said, I remember him talking about making a decision as though you were eighty years old on your deathbed, looking backward, and thinking, what was the decision that I would make from that perspective? And like, it's hard to imagine anybody eighty years old going like, I wish I would have made another thirty grand and not spent time with my kid or something. You know, it's like, I wish I would have taken another fucking Instagram. I wish I would have had 32 more followers. If you're saying that on your deathbed, yeah. you should put a bullet in your head a long time ago. <laughs> you know, but it helps you look at things from a more, you know, instead of a, a, a perspective that's a vantage point that seems to offer more wisdom and value if you think about it like that, you know. It's hard to do something really shallow and stupid if you're thinking about it f through that prism maybe right and th and that's the thing if <clears throat> if that's what your comedy is it's like for me like there's just a certain way i'm going to do this yeah and i'm going to invest myself into the way i enjoy it yeah and my fan base will be what it is right and the, the opportunities will just be what they are but this is the only way and I think I if like I were that. 80 and on my deathbed, I would look back and say, you know what? Yeah. I'm glad I did it. Yeah, the dignity is more important than chasing whatever thing you think is going to be the most popular. Like, you want to find people that, and otherwise it won't bring you happiness. Even if the thing, like, if somebody's chasing, you know, it's like those, if you take that, the analogy of somebody who's just chasing attention to its extreme. You get those porn personalities, like women who are literally just vessels of dysfunction that are so blinded by anything that has light in it. It's like, uh, it's like they're so starved for attention that they can't differentiate between positive and negative, you know? I mean, and they're dumb. A lot of them are really, I, like, you know, literally dumb. And... <laughs> You know, and so anything that flickers looks like it's like these fucking, it's like at a barbecue when the flies are you hear them buzzing away as they hit that blue light. Just a horrendous <laughs> life. There's a lot of that in L.A. There's a lot LA's of that, a right? big barbecue light, you know. With a, <laughs> you just hear buzzing everywhere because they're, they're flying into it, and they're not sure why. They're just fluttering, you know. Like, well, why do you need that? Why did you just take that picture? I don't know. There's light near it. 
you know, and if you had decent parents, it's, you know, it's a bit of an airbag for life's inevitable car accident. It's like love, you know, it's like if you had somebody looking out, then you're less likely to, you know, sort of blow somebody for money. You're less right. likely to do that. <laughs> There's still a chance. <laughs> There's a chance. But, but you're less Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you get involved with heroin. And tough shit, spot. But, you can get a tough spot. Yeah. But yeah, I think good. unless you're in a really tight spot, you're not going to do it. Well, you, you mentioned the thing, too, chasing the thing. A lot of times the thing is just something that someone else told you was the thing. So it's like you didn't even decide. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. You well, know what I mean? Even the nature of luxury, like there are things that feel good. You know, that's why there's, listen, there's peak utility that, you know, there's X amount of money after that. We were talking about this before you got here, the idea of like, it's nice to have options, but too many options aren't good. And so too many options, I mean, and this is, you know, psychological, social psychologists study this stuff all the time, it's just uh, create um, anxiety. And so money after a certain point is useless in terms of of happiness. I'm not talking like I don't mean to make light of somebody that can use money for insurance or to even buy a house, whatever. Like if you're over a barrel for a mortgage or rent, money will solve that. Great, but after a while, it's not. It's not doing. It's not servicing anything. That's where the peak utility part of you know materialism falls off. Like it's fun to be comfortable, but after that, it's not gonna fucking. It's not doing anything. So then, when you, I mean, because you, I'm just. Like in terms of the way you think now through our couple of conversations. I'm heterosexual. I don't get involved. (laughs) But it's like, how do you navigate these spaces? Because it's like on the one hand, I mean, this is your sort of outlook. But on the other hand, you're in L.A., you're in TV, you're in movies, you're in you're right. navigating yeah, you these say, spaces. You just keep, you keep, you, you keep, uh, perspective is a daily meditation, right? I mean, not, not literal, but metaphorically, and sometimes it can be literal. I tried meditating for a little bit, I hate it, but but I'm going to try it again. But Why do you um, like it? What's that? Why, why didn't you like it? Oh, I, I, I you know, I have pro- trouble sitting still. I have trouble with that. And so, uh, you know, lots of people do, but, you know, I think I have more than average, but I, I need to be more disciplined and work at it more, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's always that, like, that perspective shit, right? It's like, how does anybody maintain themselves in the storm? It's like you have to have something to hold on to. And so sometimes that's an idea or a relationship or something, but you let go. Start sucking dick for cash. Hey man, I mean, I, I'm sure you've seen some people let go in your in your travels. Oh yeah, people get real lost. You know, if you don't maintain perspective, that glitter. When they say everything that glitters is not gold, man, that's a real understatement. It is not fucking gold, and even gold isn't gold. Gold <laughs> metaphorically is supposed to have some value. Gold is just some yellow, dense, heavy shit. Its only meaning is the one we ascribe to it, or right. ascribe. But yeah, it's uh yeah yeah. I was asking somebody why like jewel jewelry or something? like why people are drawn to these. A shrink told me this. He said, uh, for the same reason evolutionarily that we're drawn to water. It's just it's water means life, and so when you see something glittery, that's not inherently value. There's no inherent value in no. glitter. It's genetically coded in the idea that water is life, and that glittering thing is what you're trying to walk towards. But when it's just a, a rock. You know, it's not gonna. I don't know. This is what that you know what this is. This is real. This is what I tried to explain to my wife, and when I talk to women about men, sometimes yeah. like liking a fat ass or whatever yeah, part sure, of the yeah. thing. Yeah, that's about reproduction. Yes, that's yes, about yes. nature telling, hey, it's time Absolutely. to reproduce. Absolutely. It's not because I just oh, 
I just like a whatever. pair of heels. Literally, you ever think about why flats are, why you want to fuck them six times more when they're wearing heels? It's literally just their ass is kicked up in the it's air. It's kicked up. It's just it's, it's like literal. National Geographic. It's just pheromones. It's it's a bunch of stuff that I don't control. That's absolutely right. I mean, but unfortunately, we have to control it because rape is illegal. <laughs> the um, but the uh, the. No, no, but, but the, the um, what was it called? Yeah, a lot. It's funny. A lot of things. If we look at the evolutionary cause, we're not. We don't become Im- immediate victims of the um, socially internalized shit. So the idea, like aspirational marketing, like, oh, that thing. You you're supposed to want that. A diamond was the, it's the biggest PR hustle in the world. They didn't have any substantial value before nineteen early nineteen hundreds. These these diamond guys in South Africa got together and said, "How do we create a market for these nice stones?" And then they gave one to like Marilyn Monroe, and they went around. That whole diamond's a girl's best friend. If the diamond's your best friend. You are a dopey whore. <laughs> it's your best friend. You fucking idiot. Man, I wish we had a lot more time to talk, but we got it. We got to wrap it up. Dove, yeah, thanks. Brother. All right, brother. This nice was, to see you. It was fantastic. Good time. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll see you next week. Next week it is. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>